Welcome to the SM Podcast. I'm Joel Cartwright. Joining me today, as he always is, my partner in pod, Jeff Goldblum is his spirit animal. Mm. He's newly a couple pounds lighter. It's Mr. Brian Drury. Brian, how are you doing? <laughs> gross. Gross, Joel. That's really gross. I just want to, at the start, open the floor to you, give you five minutes or however long you want to just talk about your love for Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to talk about how I just took a pre-pod poop. No, that's that's nobody needs to hear about that. Mm. But potty talk, toilet talk. Here we are. We <laughs> joked about it. We joked about our next podcast being toilet talk. But here toilet it talk. is. Um, a quick aside: Brian's the only person I've known, and I will divulge a little bit from your personal life, but that has sold toilets on Craigslist. <laughs> Uh, sold a toilet. Oh, sorry. Ah, toilet. Yeah. Um, it was a quick deal, man. Easy money. Damn, (laughs) damn antique toilet game. Uh huh. Yep. We can add that to your resume. Antique toilet dealer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So what do we got today on toilet talk there? Well, speaking of something much more pleasant than than toilets you you were gonna just talk about how much you love jeff goldblum oh just I, tell us tell who tell the, the tell ether? the people yes the abyss i'm trying mm-hmm. to i'm trying to channel him right now this is what oh, he would say okay. like who are we talking to the the abyss the <laughs> yes yes <laughs> the abyss uh he is my favorite he's my probably my favorite actor he's the coolest guy and yes. and sentence, um, it all started with uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, and then ended when they made a dubstep version out of his laugh. Have you heard that? I have not heard that. The that no sounds good though. So recently, we've been trading Jeff Goldblum memes and internet interviews. Yes, and in one of those interviews, he has. Uh, shown the world that that laugh from Jurassic Park has been turned into a song. Someone wrote the notes to to the actual laugh. Yes. And he sings the laugh in the interview. It's fantastic. We should link yep. it in the in the pod uh, description. We'll, we'll have to. Whole page yeah. of gold I believe, bloom. Uh, I believe it was the Vice interview. Okay. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. He's He's Hollywood's mayor, as people will say. People have said that, and I have to say, um, doing a little pre-pod research, I didn't realize he was sixty-five years years young. Years young, he doesn't look it. Doesn't what a it. what a what a handsome fella! You know what the coolest thing about him is? Is he is so original and so weird, but everyone loves him, and he makes millions just being a weird guy, just being himself. Yeah, that's, doing what he loves. That's, that's a that's, lesson for all you youngsters out there. Just be yourself. Just be weird. Yep. Be weird. Yep. Embrace it. Mm-hmm. So as we teased last week, um, we're, we're ramping up to the big film event of 2017, of 2018, um, being Avengers Infinity War. And one of the films that we've recently watched in prep for that features Mr. Jeff Goldblum. 
Yeah, didn't this come out last year though? Like it came out. Ago? Yeah, it came out in seventeen. Oh, well, we're late to the game. We're we're late to the game, but that's fine. Yeah, we, I, I think we. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I I I don't know why I delayed so long. It just never came into my my life. But um, I watched it recently on a plane. Yes, with Coco and five minutes of the shape of water. Yes. Uh, yeah. We, we kind of alluded to that last week. So how, how many movies did you actually complete on the, on the plane trip on both plane trips? Sure. Um, I'm going to say five, at least five completed. It's a good way to catch up on your pop culture. Yeah. I don't remember them all though, <laughs> but you remember this one and that's, we, we never mentioned the title, but that the movie is Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Um, dead space. I don't know. <laughs> dead what space. You, dead space. I don't know. It's it's um it's my favorite. It's my favorite MCU, by okay. far, by far. Strictly because of the gold bloom. The gold bloom factor. There's a good uh, dose of. I don't know what kind of humor you would call this, but it's like Aussie New Zealander humor that I mm-hmm. just find delightful. Yep. So delightful. Big fan of Flight of the Concords. Yes. And uh, Tamato. Yes. Yeah. So uh, this, I think a lot of the um, the humor in it comes from, well, I mean, there's a lot of actors in this film that have pretty good humor chops, but also the director, uh, Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. um, is a Kiwi. Uh, and he, he voices the character that we both love, um, Korg, the uh, rock person. If that's if that's the kind of thing you're into. Yeah, if that's the kind of thing um, yeah. we're into. And we are. He, he's, he's fantastic. He started a revolution but forgot to print out enough pamphlets. Exactly. <laughs> and only his mom and his boyfriend showed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just chock a block, chock a block full of uh, one-liners. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I like when he's uh, going through sort of when he's showing Thor some of the gladiator pit weapons. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, this is a three-pronged wooden fork. Uh, <laughs> do it if you want to kill three vampires in close proximity." <laughs> <laughs> That's my cork. I think yeah. that was maybe a little too Australian, but. It's a little bit. Do. A little yeah. bit. I you gotta, to you gotta bring it softer. You gotta yeah, bring it softer. He's much more soft voice. Yes, but, um, yeah, he's he's also got a good good line about how Thor was way too close to his hammer. Yes. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Just there's a great uh, YouTube of all the things he says, and it's it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'd encourage people to check that out. So overall with Thor Ragnarok and some of the other movies lately and one we'll we'll talk about later, um, it seems to be a little bit of a trend in the MCU, at least of these movies becoming much more Mm. self-aware, sort of self-parodying. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I do too. I mean, these these type of movies should be fun, if nothing else, right? Yeah, and I think um, your your man, the bat, takes himself a little <laughs> bit too serious sometimes, and it comes off really dumb. Yep. 
Um, the whole one of the main tropes of this podcast is for Brian to to bring it back home to hating on Batman. Mm-hmm. So I, it's natural. <laughs> Batman sucks. <laughs> Batman's not going to Sakar. Batman's not doing deals with the Grandmaster. Batman doesn't have a brother who's a trickster god. He doesn't have a best friend who's a green Hulk beast. Batman's lame. <laughs> I mean, the ancillary characters in this film are way cooler than Batman, even. Scrapper 142, super cool. Yeah. So I'm just going to move on from that because I, I okay. don't think we're going we're gonna to gain any ground. Uh, you've made your, your thoughts on Batman very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, we obviously like this the best out of all the, the Thor films, uh, much, much different tone from all the previous ones. Yeah. Do yeah. you, and do you enjoyable. think that the, the exit of Natty P entered, uh, some more, uh, creativity and fun? Less drama um, and seriousness. Yeah, somewhat, somewhat. I, I think mainly it's probably due to the director that they picked for this, and also the the storyline and Thor going to Sakar and meeting the Grandmaster, of course, and all that. I think that all kind of lent itself. And I I read online as well that I think in one of the first drafts of the script that. Uh, Scrapper 142, a.k.a. Valkyrie and Thor, it was supposed to be more of kind of a romance between them. Mm. And that was sort of scrapped, and I think that was for the better. It was. Pardon the pun. On it, scrapped, was, but. it was scrapped. It was melty-sticked. Yes. I see. I see. So Thor went down a dark path that Natty P could not follow. Correct. Correct. He, he was breaking her heart. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Prequel memes. Because if you <laughs> if you were to if you were to throw away everything that you've been training in your entire life to be, you know, you would just choke out that that one thing, right? Correct. Did that make any sense? I don't think that yeah. makes any sense. Okay. Brian was trying to make a uh uh Padme Amidala, Natalie Portman reference. Um yes. and I think as we've noted before, we're we'll we're both fans of um the Reddit subthread of prequel memes. And so, sequel memes. And sequel memes. And sequel all the, memes. Really all the Star Wars memes. So look it up. So um, definitely we had the best, I think, MCU mullet thus far with Loki in mm. Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I'm, I'm big on Loki. I'm buying yeah. on Loki. Is he the best... Um, He's and he's not really a villain in this one, but is he the vet, the best MCU villain for your money? Um, I think he's a good anti-hero. He's good. Okay. Um, I've been told that if I were in the MCU, I would be Loki. Yeah, just putting that out there. Okay. I don't know how to feel about that. That's kind of an underhanded compliment, but just putting it out there. Okay. He's a he's a trickster. He's a clever guy. He is mm-hmm. also a guy that gets picked up by his leg and, and slammed repeatedly against the ground <laughs> by the Hulk. 
which is a great moment in, in Thor Ragnarok when he sees Hulk again and sort of has like a PTSD breakdown. Um, I mean, not to, to laugh at that, but it's funny in this type of situation. Right, 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 for sure. And for also sure. when uh, the, Thor and Loki are trying to escape and they're on the elevator and they're going to go with the we need help diversionary tactic. Yeah. And then Thor yeah. throws Loki to uh, distract some guys. So so when do we do that training? When do we come up with a, like a, a standard menu of shtick that we can implement when we're in trouble? When did you want to do that? Um, I think it, if we're on an elevator with, uh, with people and we want to distract them, we just start um, telling them about our podcasts <laughs> and they'll just get really distracted and or just want to immediately flee the elevator. Okay. So yeah. I think that works. So should we have like a SoundCloud link or? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Here's, here's my SoundCloud link. Yeah. Did you enjoy um, when Loki was disguised as Odin, just kind of living it up in Asgard and he had the reenactment? <laughs> of, uh, of the one yes. and only? The one and only? Yes. Matt with- Damon. Yes, with Matt Damon playing him and the the other Hemsworth brother who's um, uh, on Westworld. Is is he? Yeah, that's the guy from that's on Westworld. I think. Mm, which one? It's Luke Hemsworth. Wait, what character in Westworld? Uh, he was the like head of security type guy. I think his name is Stubbs. Really? Yeah. Uh, yes. Isn't isn't he Gale? Isn't he Gale in uh, Gale? In how many Hemsworths are there? Is this the bit today? Are you bitting <laughs> me right now? <laughs> this is not a bit. Um, there's I think three that I know of. Oh, okay. There's there's Chris, obviously Thor. There's Luke Thor and Liam. Liam Liam is Le- Gale. Liam is Gale in the Hunger Games. Yes, yes. There you go. Yes. So. Three Hemsworth. Yep. Is this a Hemsworth? Three Hemsworth worth none the richer. That was <laughs> oh. Yes, great band name. Yep. So uh, this is so you said thus far Thor Ragnarok your favorite MCU film. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Anything else you want to highlight? Any any Goldblum uh, points? You said you like the melty stick. The melty stick was fantastic. Um, just, just anytime he's in trouble, he's just Pete Goldblum, just <laughs> just stammering weirdo Goldblum. And I like that the films brought him back into the lexicon. He kind of went away for a while. Now he's back. Yeah, it's the last couple of years, and uh, we'll continue with he's going to be in the new Jurassic Park movie. But it's kind of he's kind of had a, had a renaissance. Yeah, he's back in the limelight. Don't call it a comeback. Yep. So did, did you want to also highlight the post credit scene um, where he uh, kind of emerges oh. from some wreckage and <laughs> yeah. tells the people congratulations yeah. on the revolution? And yeah. yeah. I, I will have to share the credit because you had to have someone to overthrow. All, all of the, all of the s- people that he's been subjugating for eons finally crowd around him when he's been dethroned. And, uh, he he just gold blooms it up. He tries to talk himself out of it. And I, I don't know if I would have killed him. I would have just been like, you know what? 
He's so adorable and charming. Let's just keep him around. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, this, this movie's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a great cast. Uh, I mean, you got Hemsworth, Hiddleston, Blanchett, Idris mm-hmm. Elba, Goldblum, Tessa Thompson. Mark big Ruffalo. big Blanchett guy myself as well. Oh yeah, Gla- oh, Gladriel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gladriel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but the 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 ramifications for Infinity War. I didn't realize this, but the hullabaloo is the ship at the end of Ragnarok is supposed to be Thanos, right? Is it? I think it's supposed to be Thanos. Okay. I, I wasn't sure. Because we're led to believe that Loki has the Tesseract. Yes. Yeah, it, 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 we're led to believe that he stole it. Right, because he passes by it when he's going to the Flaming Skull. Yes, yes. So, Yeah, I wasn't sure if that ship at the end, to me, I thought it was um, the big um, Ravager, Ravager ship that they're on in Guardians of the Galaxy, the second oh, one. Oh, it's Sly Stone's, Sly Stone's ship. Yes, that's what I thought it was, but oh. I'm, I'm not sure. That, okay. that was just my first impression. I haven't really researched that at all. So um, riddle me this, Tom Hiddleston. Yep. Um, <laughs> how, does, how does Thanos have the, what is the blue stone? What's the blue stone called? Isn't that the Tesseract? I don't know. Well, it's in the Tesseract, but the blue stone is called something else. Oh, um yeah, I'm not sure. So how does how does that? Okay, but go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, how does how does Thanos have it in his little glove in the trailer? And if Loki didn't give it to him, um, not sure. I, I'm. I think though, yeah, that um, Loki does give it to him at a, at a certain point. First lost and the first found, the creator of Sakaar and father of the contest of champions. Where once you were not the grandmaster in five seconds. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. You are now meeting the grandmaster. He's wonderful. It, it is a he. It is a. It is a he. Lord of Thunder. <laughs> Ooh, sparkles. That, that I love was, it. This is great, Phil, by you. Um, the the point too, and I, I just want to use that to piggyback on is what what is it? As as Asberg as as place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, is that I really don't care about the Infinity Stones that much. Really? That's the key to the whole thing. Right. I know it's the key to the whole thing, but you know, like what they are, where they are, all that matters mm-hmm. is a giant villain's coming to get all of them. And once he has them, he can bend reality to his will. Yeah. That's kind of the main point. The individual details of those doesn't really interest me that much. Mm. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> that's surprising because you're the guy, you're the Wikipedia whole guy. <laughs> Okay, because uh, they they all represent something, don't they? Or like they do. They the do, yeah. the purple one, like 
power or yeah, it's like the soul stone, the mind stone, the space right. stone, etc. Um, etc. I'm going to assume the blue one's the space one then because it's in a tesseract and the tesseract is a four dimensional object. Sure. Well, yeah. Wow. You, you, we shouldn't just, ask me questions. You already know the answer. We just to. nailed it. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's move on. Cause everybody's falling asleep. No. Um, so the other, uh, relatively new, when I say relatively new, I mean, last summer it came out movie that we watched recently. Again, again, one of your plane viewings was Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man and Associates come Spider-Man. home. Yes. Mm. The boys are back in town. Yes. The boys are back. The boys Would you like to back. riff on or tell everyone about how you call Spider-Man Spider-Man? Would you? I, I think you should explain that. Why did we call? I don't know. It's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you said it as that that's his last name. I think no. I, I think <laughs> I think when we first, <laughs> I think when we first started talking about it at lunch, I just started doing it to see if anyone would notice. Uh-huh. I think I was doing it to you at first. Yep. And of course, and I, I actually, noticed. And actually, I think I think this is a joke on Friends. I'm not oh, sure. Okay. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I think Chandler. Someone calls Spider Man Spider Man. And his name, he's like, his name's not Bill Spiderman. I don't. <laughs> so that is the, that is essentially the joke. So I we're just rehashing. We're just, we're just stealing. We just steal. Yes. But anyway, from now on, we call him Spiderman. Yes. So, and, it, and it's usually the Spiderman. The Spiderman is in reference to the re, the new reboot, the reboot reboot, like the good um, Tom Holland Spiderman, not the, yes. not the Garfield Facebook Spider-Man. Yeah. So one of the things I, or a couple of things I really liked about this movie. One, they finally have Spider-Man or Spider-Man played by age appropriate person. If he's mm-hmm. going to be in high school, mm-hmm. not a 30 year old dude, a guy who's actually within a couple years of high school. So I enjoyed that. Um, so I really what, enjoyed that. they didn't do what's your, any. What's your problem with Tobey Maguire? Just, just lay it out. Just, just I'd, lay it out. Just, I don't have a. Just clear the air. We know you got beef. We saw the Twitter feud. <laughs> I don't. Uh, me and Toby. Me and Toby. We buried the hatchet. You did. Yeah. Did I owed him guys... some money um, when, from a card game, but you know we we moved on. Oh, he does play that high stakes, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. I got an installment plan, so we're good. Him and him and Ashton Kutcher play that high stakes poker. Yeah. Um, were you guys both up for Eric? Is that what happened in that 70s show? <laughs> and you didn't get it. Yes. Did you yeah. not get so, it? So, so Toby Maguire and Topher Grace, now the same person. Were they like, were they like, <laughs> you, you, uh, a great, great audition. I think we got this one in the bag and, and you were like really psyched up. You grabbed some craft services, you left the building and you're like, you called your mom. You're like, I nailed it. I'm going to, I'm going to Hollywood. And then, uh, Toby, Toby Grace got it. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened. Okay. Exactly. No, because, uh, Topher, Topher Grace is Venom, right? In those movies? Yes. Just in Spider-Man three, which we should never talk about again. I've never seen it. So we won't. don't see it. Don't see it. Avoid it. <laughs> 
at all costs. Mm -hmm. So uh, the second point I was going to make, which was a feat to remember after all that, was (laughs) (laughs) that they in in Spider-Man Homecoming, they don't rehash the backstory. It's just just very glossed over. Everyone knows it. He got bit by a spider, whatever. So I really like that. That really would have bogged it down. It really would have. It really would have. So yeah, I, I yeah, I really liked uh Tom Holland as uh Spider Man. I know we're both uh big fans of Aunt May. Oh AKA Aunt Bay. Aunt Bay, yep. Um you got some Tony Stark, so yep. check that box for you. Mentor Tony Stark. And you know what it is, I think well, for starters, it it's that self aware you were talking about. It's mm-hmm. very self it's a very self aware movie. Um, even back to your point about the creation, the origin story, they, they even kind of hint about how lame it would be if they talked about it. Right. And then, um, on top of that, there's some, some pretty next level sidekick game in this one. Oh, Ned. Yes. Yeah. Ned, Ned is, is, is lovely. You're a big man in the chair guy. You're a big big man man in the chair guy. Yep. Ned, the guy from get out. Big man in the chair. Guy. Oh yes. Uh, um, shoot, I'm forgetting the guy's name from from Get Out. The TSA, Rod Rod Williams. You're losing it. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Yeah. So Ned. Yeah. Great. Anytime you can build a Lego Death Star with your sidekick. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Ned has the great cover when he's helping um spider-man at the end of the movie kind of talk him through some stuff he's in the school computer lab um during a dance <laughs> and the teacher asks him what he was doing and he just says uh, he was just looking at porn yeah so yeah great great uh yep. great ned stuff and you know it's kind of people have said that this is kind of a almost like a john hughes type movie and it pays homage to John Hughes movies in some very obvious ways. Even there's a scene where Spider-Man's kind of running through a series of backyards, kind of the scene from Ferris Bueller's day off. Mm. And somebody in one of the backyards is watching that scene from Ferris Bueller's day off. So did, did, um, did John Hughes do transformers? Because I specifically (laughs) remember a scene where Shia LaBeouf's going, no, 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 no. And he's running through the backyard and the Transformers are stepping. Do you remember that, though? Is that, I do. Was that, 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 was, that was Michael Bay, which same same oh. as John, same thing. Same. Oh. Yep. Totally the same thing. Michael B-A-E. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we also had uh, Michael Keaton as the villain mm. in this, as Vulture, also a good villain by keaton keats was great keats was great um he really got down on the ice and got those keats. player player interviews <laughs> yes um no he was good i really liked his performance i think that the vulture is the best adaptation of comic book to realistic that they we've seen in the mcu mm. his motivations were clear Yes, his his leap to crime and the way he got there, very clear, is is well done. I think I would be Vulture if I was a villain. Yes, well, because you just want that dope bomber jacket. Oh my god, that thing was slick. Yes, 
Um, yeah, and he he has a you kind of see the story of, of his family and everything, and there's some mm-hmm. great interactions when Peter's taking his daughter. Peter take, takes her to a dance, and they're kind of uh, uh, he has like a crush on her throughout the the movie, and so there's that added um, kind of reveal or stress added when he is trying to be a normal high school kid and shows up to take this girl to a dance. And it, the, the guy who answers the door is this villain. He's been trying to stop. Mm. So he's really not that bad of a guy until he starts killing people. Right. Right. Until he just starts vaporizing people. Well, the guy he vaporized was a bad dude anyway. So that wasn't that, that wasn't a bad, that wasn't that big of a deal. But to your point at the end in the post credit scene, he doesn't when he's in jail. He doesn't give Spider Man up. He doesn't snitch. No, nope. and, and Salamancas don't snitch. Exactly the guy who and you mentioned it, Salamanca, the guy he's talking to. Shout outs to our man Michael Nando, Nacho, <laughs> uh, who plays Nacho from Better Call Saul, is in this as a wait henchman type dude. Not Nacho Libre. Not Nacho Libre. No. Yeah, that guy's that guy's good. I mm-hmm. like him a lot in, in Better Call Saul. For sure. Whoop. What's his name? Sorry, I meant what? Michael Nando. Yep. He's really good. Really, and, really good. Um, one thing I didn't realize that I um that I learned kind of looking uh, doing a little research on this is that um the voice of the Spider Man suit that I think he calls her Karen at some point and gives her that name is done by Jennifer Conley. Do you mean Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Yes. Spider-Man Spider- suit. Spider-Man suit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's a weird like crush, non-crush thing going on there as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe we'll get Spider-Man two where he talks to his uh, Alexa the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He kind of, yeah, they kind of does that quite a bit as well. Uh, there's kind of a Donald Glover cameo in this that I really wasn't sure why they had why it had to be Donald Glover. But, I thought he was really good. No, he was good. I just wasn't. What he I prob- I, just, I probably I kind of wanted more if Donald Glover is going to be in something. I just wanted it to be. Well, a I mean, role. you got <laughs> you got <laughs> Matt Damon for like thirty seconds in. Yeah. Or Ragnarok. True. It wasn't even bootleg Matt Damon. It was Matt Damon himself. <laughs> Matt Damon. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know that's a it's a very, very minor complaint. So so when those things happen, I always imagine that those actors um hear that these products are going on and ask to be in it. Like they're just like, if I could be in that, that'd be amazing. That'd be super cool. Yeah. Maybe that happened. Maybe Don Glover is a big Spider-Man guy. Have you heard the story about how uh, James Franco got into Prometheus? Uh, No. Apparently, um, Franco was at a party and he was ripped or drunk or whatever. And he ran into Ridley Scott and he's like, dude, if I could be in the next Alien movie, that'd be awesome. So they put him in for like not even 10 seconds. Oh, okay. his, face, really? his, his face is in it off screen in a video. And then he's like a burnt corpse. That's the, <laughs> <whole thing. laughs> That's the whole thing. So 
just some more quick internet research. It looks like you're kind of right on the money with your theory. Oh. So Donald Glover was the voice of um, Spider-Man in the Ultimate Spider-Man animated TV show. Spider-Man. And he, I guess, had a campaign in internet campaign in 2010 to be the next Spider-Man. Wow. So he's making that Lando money, though. Yeah, now he's, yeah, making that Atlanta money and that Lando money with, speaking of awesome coats, that, uh, young Lando's coat wardrobe in, in Solo. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something else. So anything else you wanted to hit on on, on Spider-Man Homecoming? So Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, yeah, I, I finished the movie and my wife turned to me and she's like, so how was it? I'm like, it was, it was pretty good. Um, it feels very much like a first installation. Mm-hmm. Like they keep, they keep the, the, the epic proportions down. The villains aren't too crazy. You know, he's, he's discovering his powers. All, it's, it's very much a first installation. They do that. I feel like they keep the, the, the punch down for these first ones like they kind of ramp up because they're doing three three movies right yeah i know at at least they're doing a a sequel i don't know if they're doing three i'm sure they'll Mm. probably do or maybe they're not no or maybe he never escapes that ring of death (laughs) yes so yeah we know he's obviously going to be in uh avengers infinity war getting choke slammed and it looks like he's wearing that cool iron spire (laughs) Iron spider suit. Is that what it's called? I believe so. That he, that's what the internet's calling it anyway. That wow. Tony Stark offered him in Spider-Man Homecoming and he refused it to go back go back to Spider-Man pajamas. Did you ever see uh Wild West with um Oh with Will Smith? <laughs> yes. That was a literal iron that's spider. What... I think. Yeah. <laughs> wicked wild, wicked wicked wild. Jim <laughs> West, Desperado. You no, don't want going. none of this. Six yep. go. Lane a ton. <laughs> you know what? They don't have that enough anymore where the there's like a rap. very like a very specific song that goes with a movie. Mm. Seems like they did. Well, I guess they Black Panther was probably the most recent example of that, but you know what I've you know what I've been noticing recently? What's is, um movies like like Moana and mm-hmm. And Coco, mm-hmm. two of our recent favorites. Their soundtracks will include a uh, a remix of one of the popular songs. Yeah, like the pop cover version. Yeah, like a pop cover version by like a a lord, bootleg lord. <laughs> yes, and I think they're trying to recapture that Celine Dion, uh, Grammy Grammy sweep. Okay, so I think I think they're trying to bring it back. Okay. In my opinion, well, good, good counterpoint to that. I yeah. like it. I mean, I don't think it's working, but I, I think they're they're rolling the dice. So, as we kind of mentioned, I think today or tomorrow is the official premiere of Avengers: Infinity War, and then it's going to be released to us amateur media types on Friday. Mm-hmm. You and I will be in the media embargo over the weekend and see it on Monday and then we'll have a full pod breakdown mm-hmm. next week. But 
to prepare for that, do you want to have any predictions you want to share? I think you you shared one off pod um, the other day. I think yeah, it's an obvious off pod. I think well, we're getting it. We're getting everybody. And the thing is, how many actual characters are there? There's got to be over 20, 30, 30 characters. Yeah, this it's just the screen time is going to be crazy. Uh, so we're going to get Nebula. I think Nebula and Gamora are going to be big in this one either because it's a two parter, right? We're assuming it's two parts. Yes, there's there's supposed to be a, a fourth Avengers movie coming out next year as well. I, I think I think we're going to see Nebula uh, do something crazy and die or do something for revenge and be just owned, totally owned. So she's a, she's done. I think Loki Loki's going to be a bad guy in this one because it's going to serve him to to do so. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, our, a a fan of our show had a really good, good point that maybe there's some time alteration going on based on the stones and who we're dealing with here with, um, Dr. Strange. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe Possible. things happen and things are reversed. I know you probably wouldn't like that. I think you said that you would hate that if that happened. Yeah, I just think when you start, you know, well, a lot of the speculation revolves around that, you know, the thing that people have been talking about in previewing this movie is like, who's going to die? And that's been a lot of the articles that have come out like here are the Avengers most likely to die and things like that. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to build all the way up to this, as being the defining moment of this whole thing of, of 10 years of movies and this villain's going to come, this supposed to be the be all and end all. And you're going to have some, some heroes either be killed or sacrifice themselves, you know, to save humanity. I don't think then you should, you know, given those stakes that you should just Back be like, track. Oh, well actually there's an alternate universe or whatever. I know that's a comic book thing that's, that's done quite a bit, but I just think it would feel very cheap to do that when you're kind of building up all these stakes. So that's just my opinion though. No JK, JK, LOLs. Yes. So mm-hmm. um, I, de- I definitely think Captain America is going to die. Like within, I, I think so too. And as the I first mentioned, 10 Oh, in the first 10 minutes, I'm going to, I'm going to fist pump. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if we've talked about it on the pod or not, but um, we've both taken the like which Avengers are which Avenger are you quiz. I was one hundred percent Captain America. You were one hundred percent Iron Man. Yes, no and those were our opposite sides in Captain America: Civil War. And as you have repeatedly said and contend mm. that Captain America is the true villain of Captain America: Civil War. There's a good and a bad side in that movie, and it's definitely. I mean, the guy ends up in jail, which is what bad guys do. They end up in jail. So he is, actually all his friends end up in jail, mm, and then he later breaks them out. But anyway, mm, uh, floating, floating Avenger jail. But well, um, yeah. You're so cowardly, you can't be in jail with your friends. Okay. Yep. Got it. Got it. Real good. But Real as good, as I counterpointed Steve. to you, he ends up hanging out in Wakanda. So, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the point I made to Brian earlier is that since Captain America is one of my favorite Marvel characters, 
if and when he does die, I, I just wanted Brian not to gloat too much about it when I'm in an emotionally raw place. So that, that was all I was asking. Well, I think you were, it's, it's a legitimate concern because of my reactions during Logan and my <laughs> distaste for Mr. Squaresville. That is Steve Rogers. Yeah. But he's got a beard in this one, Brian. Hmm, great. Really cool. <laughs> okay. So How while about, you're while you're trolling me, I'm gonna one of my predictions is gonna be a troll back to you. Okay. My number troll. one lock of the century prediction is that you will complain that this movie is too long. Oh, I've so, already done it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That was my number one lock prediction. They clickbait they clickbaited me and they said this is gonna be the longest uh MCU movie ever. And I clicked it. I was like, oh, man, what are they doing? They're ruining it. And it's like the longest by like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's 2.36 instead of like 2.30. Yeah, and it's just, just to, to fill all those, just to get some screen time for all those people, it's going to be mm-hmm. almost impossible to do it in any shorter amount of time. Also, a prediction that I had kind of made and... Um, I just wanted to highlight here is that I th- I think, and this is very kind of nerdy and technical, but I think that somebody is going to be using that Hulkbuster suit that is either um, Bruce Banner, not as the Hulk, or someone else, possibly Suri, possibly, um, I don't know, somebody else. Because it looks like for a lot of the things in the in the previews, that there's a group of Avengers in New York and another group in Wakanda. And it looks like Tony Stark is in, in New York, but the Hulkbuster suit is in Wakanda. So that was just me sleuthing on that and really nerding out about it, but we'll see. I see. Hmm. You got any other predictions, projections, things you want to see? Oh boy. So it's not looking good for vision. No. Um, I don't know much about the character of Scarlet Witch. What her, her powers are magic? What is that? What is the red goo? Yeah, is it, is it I'm not based? I'm not sure, manipulation. They're gonna. I mean, they built something up in Civil War with those two. So I'm I'm thinking either both of them die, or Vision is killed, or something happens. There's gonna be some kind of dramatic end to those that storyline she can um harness magic and engage in hypnosis and telekinesis it says so is her magic the same spirit demon magic as dr strange's i don't know do you think there's going to be a magic off <laughs> Magic off. yes do you think? Yes. new avenger david blaine <laughs> <laughs> dr strange street magic yeah, it's David Blaine versus David Copperfield. Or even, do you think that they could like break out a deck of Magic: The Gathering and just play each other? Just ooh, battle. Ooh. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to do that, but you never know. Where, where does Magic: The Gathering land on your Joel uh, pie chart of interests? Um, I played it a, a little bit when it was when it was hot when I was what probably like late middle school, early high school. Wow, you actually played it. Yep, a not non, a non-sports thing that you did. Yeah, is that I, I didn't really understand it, and I I kind of like 
So I was in growing up, I was in boy Scouts and a lot Mm -hmm. of the shocker, a lot of the boy scout kids played that. That's where I learned to play. Right. Boy scout. camp. So I kind of wanted to like get in on this, but I never really like fully understood it. And I was always probably the guy that they were shaking their head at. Cause they kind of had to always explain it to me as I was playing it. And it was just kind of like, you someone, know, there's these cards and the, someone you know, explain it to the plebe. Someone explain yeah, it to the plebe. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Wait, did you ever, so, this is, this is going to put us on the map, but did you ever go to the jamboree at Dorchester? Um, uh, no. Okay. That's where I learned to play. Okay. Nice. We can maybe edit that out so no one comes to <laughs> talk to us. No. All right. So jamboree and then on the jamboree. Yes. So no, I I'm super excited for Avengers infinity war. Mm-hmm. Um, over the last 10 years, I've really enjoyed these movies for the most part. There's been highs and lows, but really enjoyable overall. So, yeah, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited. I I hope it doesn't kind of turn into a jumbled Ultron mess, but I I think they're putting a lot of effort into it. So I don't think it will, but. Yep. And it's um, directed by the, the Russo brothers who directed Captain America, Winter Soldier and Civil War. So they're kind of have, I think, experience in dealing with. Mm-hmm. a lot of characters and making yep. it coherent. So that's good. Making Tony Stark look good. Yep, exactly. And uh, I just, in some YouTube deep dives, I was watching yesterday, they had a a video from John Favreau who d- directed Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And it was an interview with him before Iron Man was coming out kind of for the press tour for that. And he said they really didn't know what to expect releasing that he kind of said that the people that worked on the movie thought it was really good, but they had no idea if it would be a hit, if it would be a flop, if they really just had no idea. Mm. And then you see kind of what that started and and 10 years later, it's kind of interesting to go back and look at that, but well, we're going to give him the credit. We're going to give him the credit for it. Also very good in Spider-Man. Yes. Very good. Spider-Man. Happy Hogan. So, as we noted at the beginning of the pod, you're a big fan of Kiwis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, being people from New Zealand. Yep. And you're also, has been noted several times, a big fan of Canadians. Big, big time. Big time. So, that this is going to bring us to our bit. Our bit of the day. Our bit of the day. Um, you're on a rare one week losing streak, not getting any personal pan pizza. Mm. But the bit of, bit of the day, I'm having trouble speaking this evening. The bit of the day is Kiwi or Canadian. <laughs> I'm going to give you a person, possibly a brief description, and you just tell me, are, is this person a Kiwi or a Canadian? Okay. All right. You ready? All right. First one is Chris Wood. He's a professional soccer player in England. Chris Wood. Chris Wood? Kiwi or Canadian? How much Chris would a would Chris exactly if a would Chris could Chris would? Um, I'm gonna say he's a soccer player. That wasn't the question. I told you he was a soccer player. <laughs> <laughs> it was Kiwi or Canadian. 
Oh boy. You know what? Those uh is the soccer player a soccer player? I yes. thought I thought I was I could pull one on you there. Um yep. <laughs> Oh boy. I'm gonna say he's Canadian because Canadians either play uh basketball for the Phoenix Suns or hockey. Mm-hmm. And that translates to soccer for some reason. But I know that the boys in New Zealand play rugby and they go on the All Blacks team. Mm. See? See my okay. knowledge? Um, your logic is sound. However, your answer is incorrect. Oh. Chris Wood is a Kiwi. He's a soccer player. Proud, right? Yep. Soccer player, proud member of the New Zealand national team. Okay. Okay. Second one is Jordan Chalice. He's Ooh. a NHL prospect currently playing in the minor leagues. And you're asking me if he's from New Zealand or not? Yep, New, yeah, Kiwi or Canadian. Hmm. I think you're trying to pull one on me here. Well, th- that's the point of this is that I try to Justin Chalice. Yeah, uh, Jordan Chalice. Jordan Chalice. Yep. Um. How many do we have? Uh, five as oh, per per usual. You're I'm over gonna, one thus far. Go Kiwi. I'm going Kiwi. You own Kiwi? That's right. Yeah. Because I, I tried to pull a fast one on you, and I Googled um, New Zealand NHL players, and this was the only guy that remotely came up. So You're trying to, you're trying to get tricky on me. I know I'm on to you. So one out of two. Number three, the name is uh, Craig Parker. He's an actor. Most notable role was, I guess, in the TV show Spartacus. Craig Parker. Craig um, Parker. No, his most notable role was telling us that with great power comes responsibility. Correct. Yep. Mm. Craig, a.k.a. Ben Parker. Yep. Okay. Kiwi or Canadian? He's got to be Canadian. That's wrong. He's a Kiwi. Oh, my goodness. Kiwi. You're one for three. Okay. So number four is Emily Livingston. She's an Olympic gymnast. Emily Livingston. Canadian. Correct. And do you know, you know who she is beyond that? She's on the Timmy Hortons commercials. Well, that very well could be. I'm not sure about that. But she's actually married to Jeff Goldblum. Oh. Yep. I didn't realize. Yep. I didn't realize. Look what you did. Look what yep, you look, did. Look what I did there. Look Bring it all did. back. Bring it all back. So you're two out of four. Okay. This is for all the pizza. All the pizzas. Last one is Tamira Morrison. Uh, He's an actor. That's a that's a male? That's a man? Uh, that is a man. Yeah. That's a, that's a Kiwi. Got to be a Kiwi. That's correct. So you to got the me, pizza. Do you, the pizza. Do you know uh, any of his notable roles? You're a fan of two of his most notable roles. Am I? Yes. Big time. Oh, is he the, um, is he the guy, is he the agent for the, the, con- the flight of the Concords? No, it's not that guy. Uh, I, I uh, figured that one was too obvious. Uh, okay. What's what we, who is we it? mentioned, we mentioned one of the things earlier. Um, he plays, uh, Django Fett in oh. Attack of the Clones, episode okay. two. Okay. There are a lot of prequel okay. heads out there. 
And he also is the voice of Moana's dad from Moana. He's from New Zealand. Oh, wow. Ripper. Yes, wow. he sure is. Yeah. Wow. wow. He likes to oh. consider the coconut, as you would say. He's also our building manager at work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a, yeah, some people are going to get that joke. So <laughs> I, I'm not, if that's even a joke, I don't, yeah. I'll just I leave mean, it at that. I mean, if Django Fett worked out a bunch, it would, he would be that guy. He would be that guy. Wow. Wow. I'm just saying. All right. So you got back on the pizza train with a, with a great comeback there in the bit. Good. On I'm going to, I'm going to cash in. I want a Kiwi style pizza. Oh, asterisk, asterisk this one. I don't know. Okay. It's it's delightful, uh, not offensive, and uh, a little bit silly. Okay. Sums you up in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with more of our nonsense, and we'll talk about Avengers uh, Infinity War. So until next time, we'll see you on the Grandmaster's Pleasure Barge, okay? Mm-hmm. Unless you get melted. Unless you get melted. See you later.